Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to the Jack and Joe Show. We talk about property, business, and everything in between. Hosted by Jack Heskin-Taylor and Joe McCarthy. Sharing the stories of entrepreneurs, property investors, and our journey to health, wealth, and happiness. Welcome to another episode of the Jack and Joe Show with me, Jack Heskin-Taylor. Me, Joe McCarthy. We're here again with Ben Thexton for part two. And this episode, Ben's going to talk about mental health and why it's important in business. Hi, Ben. How are you? Hi, you okay? Great, yeah. How have you been? Yeah, fine. That's good work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's sick of me now. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so we just want to really touch on uh, mental health and how it relates to business and uh, people's like overall well-being and how everything intertwines. And, yeah, just give us a rundown of your knowledge in the area. Yeah, well, um, it's something I feel very, very passionate about mental health, uh, especially being a man and, you know, the stigma around mm. mental health and stuff. And I, um, in 2012, I, I was hit by a car um, and I was put in a coma for two weeks. What's yeah? Yeah, and it, that's where it all started for me because I'd, I didn't know if I was going to make it. My family didn't know I was going to make it. And then when when I woke up, it was sort of, you know, the, these are all the new limitations on your life and, you know, you're not going to be able to, you know, you're not going to hold down a job and, you know, your, your brain isn't going to work the same anymore. And what? you're told that from a young age. And, you know, I was 24 at the time. And, yeah, you've just got to, you know, you've just got to live with that. Yeah. Um, we just, me and my girlfriend at the time, we just bought a house, I think, the week before. We just moved really? in. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, so it, it's dealing with that, you know, I mean, that's obviously an extreme example, mm. but for for many, many years, I suffered with my mental health and didn't know how to express myself. And the only thing I knew how to was work harder right. and not say anything. Not say anything, yeah. Um, and I coped fine for, for about three years. Right. And then we had our daughter in 2015 and by just not having enough sleep, it just made everything like 10 times worse. Right. And eventually I did ask for help and I was put in touch with um, a brain injury, like a, a rehabilitation unit. Yeah. And I was diagnosed with post-traumatic stress. Right. Um, so I started, you know, recovering a little bit. But then at the at Christmas of 2015, so my daughter, they were not six months old. My brother had an accident on a night out. 
and he was put in a coma as well. Um, so I'd, I'd seen it from you know like the other side, mm. and that just made me <laughs> even worse. Um, so that my, my mental health was really really poor at this time. Really struggled with with it and how to you know how to comprehend, you know not only that but having a child, a wife, a, a job, you know all these yeah. things you got to manage and. You know, it, it's it's taken me m many years to be able to come to terms with it, mm. and thankfully now I'm in a, a much better place and I'm a completely changed person. But I can I can fully like get it when anyone ever says they're like stressed or they've got anxiety, got depression. I've been there and I know exactly what it's like, and mm. um, it's it really isn't worth it. You know, w working yourself to working long hours and just forgetting and about it them, forgetting to... about it trying to escape it just burying yourself in your work you know and mm. it's it really isn't worth it because eventually it will creep up with you mm. and not only that but if you're working yourself to to you know to that point mm. then you're not productive mm -hmm. it's quality over quantity and you know I've learned that now that you know I used to work like silly hours right. thinking that's the what you should do. You, know, you should work, especially when you're young as well. Yeah. You think that's what you should do. You need to put the hours in, but it's not the hours. It's what you do in them hours. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's the quality, and yeah. you know, it can be in anything. You know, if you're setting up a new business, you think I need to be working on that business all the time, mm. but you don't. It it's the quality, mm -hmm. and you've got to take time up for yourself. It's really really important, and especially for men, because it's it's one of them things where they just don't talk about it. So I openly speak about it now, yeah. all the time. Uh, whether I want to or not, because I think if I do it, then it'll it'll empower other people to yeah. to to do exactly the same thing because mm -hmm. it's because it is really important, and you know you, you hear about male suicide and stuff, and it and it, it that that's the reason why because they just don't know how to share don't it. Talk yeah. about it. Yeah, if you if you struggle with your mental health, you know if you speak with your friends about it, then usually it's oh, do you want to go to, for a pint. Yeah, yeah. For a pub, but sometimes that's not what you want mm. you know you mm -hmm. just want to just talk about stuff yeah. women I've got that relationship with each other where they can do that but I don't think men have that as, no. as, as strongly as mm -hmm. what women do and that's what that's what we're missing I think and you know just being having that uh, that green light that it's okay to talk about it Yeah. because you can't just sell a man up mm. you know or, or big boys don't cry because you know there's no difference between men and women you know you both have the same things going on yeah um you can't cope with it better than women and women can't cope with it better than men you know you both deal with it in your own way and yeah. the only way to to make things better is to share them and not bury them yeah so that's that's why i got into it and i actually wrote a book about what happened to me and it was published two years ago. Did you? Yeah. yeah. But that was all around, you know, my injury and then the aftermath with my mental health and stuff. Right. So now I do, you know, I do talks and stuff to charities and different events and what have you. Yeah. And it's all around, you know, sort of coming over, overcoming adversity, dealing with mental health. I'm not comfortable doing it, but it's important. Yeah. It's important. Yeah. I don't like talking about what happened because it's like picking a scab. Yeah. But it's important, I think, because... I think if I share that, then it means that maybe other people will think, or maybe it's okay if I can, you know, open up. I can open up as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and I think in business in particular, you know, 
you know, you probably know yourself. You you two set up a company recently, or yeah. you know, last year, and you look at things and it just generates a rush. You know, you probably feel like a rushed feeling all the time. Yeah. Mm. Because you see things on LinkedIn, you see things on Facebook and Instagram, and you're looking at things to aspire to. And you're like, why aren't we at that level yet? Yeah, yeah. And you don't realise that things take time and you 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 can't you can't compare yourself to anybody else because what you what you deal with day to day is not the same. Mm. And it's one thing I really, really don't like is that type of it's good social media and LinkedIn's obviously really good for business, but this like it's always the highlight. The highlight reel, yeah. yeah. It's it's all no this. No one's posting shit, are they? No one's saying, "Oh, I've had a, a bad day." They're only going to post, "I've had a good day." Mm. And for people yeah. who are, you know, sort of Looking influenced up. by it, especially when you, you know, you you're aspiring to have generate uh, a business, and you're trying to grow your business, it just makes you feel worse. Mm. It just makes you feel worse because yeah. you're comparing yourself to to other people, and it's like the worst thing you can do. But it's. Mm. It's hard not to. Yeah, trying to get. <laughs> it's try, really hard not to. Trying to get there as quick as possible sort of has a negative effect on you and your business as well. Yeah. Because then you're not doing things very well and you're yeah. trying to achieve something that you're, yeah. it's a bit out of your league right now and then yeah. it sort of has a negative effect, doesn't but, it? But you can't, you know, you will make mistakes. You, you will make mistakes and the only way you learn is from them. Yeah. That's the only thing you can do and... All, all you can do is be a little bit better than you were yesterday, and that's all you can compare yourself to. Mm-hmm. So with your business, what your business was like on Sunday, as long as today is Monday, it's slightly better than it was yesterday. Then yeah, that's yeah. that's all you can go off. Yeah, you can't you can't go off anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, and that and that's it. Yeah, it's it 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 drives me insane. It it really does. Mm. Yeah, there's always just the highlights, isn't it? It's always just, and I've been, I've done it so often. I could look on, on you know, Facebook or Instagram and saying, "Oh, why am I there yet? We should be doing this. We should be doing." And then, like, we we did do a lot of work, and we've worked like at the start. We were working very long hours, and yeah. just trying to do everything. And yeah, like it, it wasn't really balanced. You no. know, I was missing out on other things. I wasn't eat, wasn't eating properly. I actually had lost a bit of weight. Um, just cause always, always rushing and rushing and rushing, yeah, and then we'd be um, on eating on the go and eating, eating on the go, shit all eating, the time, eating, yeah. out, eating bad stuff, not going to the gym, mm-hmm. you know, being absolutely wrecked. And um, yeah, like, like that's kind of what we've done now. We've kind of taken a, a little bit of a step back and refocus. And like you said, it's it's quality over quantity. Yeah, well, so, you wake up then, you know, yeah. you wake up the next day, you've you've not exercised, you've not had great sleep, yeah. you're you're not eating great. You wake up the next day. You're not you're not feeling at full no. capacity, so no, the quality of your work is going to be and then less. You're working yeah. sixteen hour day, and so <laughs> yeah. so what you could do in eight hours, mm. you 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 you're trying to do in sixteen yeah. because because you're not at full capacity. Mm. Whereas if you took the time out to actually take care of yourself, mm-hmm. then the quality of the time you are actually in work is going to be a lot better. Yeah. yeah, and people forget that people think you need to physically be doing things all the time. You you really don't. Because it's just as important to look after yourself. What because sort, what sort of things do you do? Is there any daily routines or? Yeah, like I, I get up, um, early every morning. I'll go for a run or go to the gym. I, uh, I'll meditate most days. Um, listen to podcasts. Uh, write a diary, lot lots of things like that in the morning. But yeah. That just suits me, you know. This thing of like waking up early, that people go on about. 
only if it you know only if it suits you. Yeah. Some people aren't morning people. Yeah. You know. I was actually reading a thing about that about uh, circadian rhythms and everyone's different. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and everyone's different. Again, it's one of these things where if you're seeing like you know the five a.m. club or the four a.m. club, and I've done it myself, and it's grand, it's grand for a while. But um, I found myself personally that after a while I would be really tired during the day and not productive. Yeah. But thinking that this is the expectation that I have to live up to because this is what society or the super achievers have to do. And yeah, there's a thing that, that like not, the, the best people wake up early and stuff and most it's, most people are or I'd say the majority of people are morning people, mm-hmm. but there are people that are evening people. I come live at night, me. Yeah, so yeah, your circadian rhythm is is uh you're most productive between like the hours of like six and ten. And then between the hours of, yeah, so about lunchtime to early afternoon is, is sort of when you lull, okay. you know, when you, you're you tired, and then you pick up again about four. Mm-hmm. That's mine. Mm-hmm. So I always, between those hours, about lunchtime, mm-hmm. I'll try and do like admin stuff, Easy think so, yeah. things which aren't taxing on the brain. Okay. And obviously with me brain injury and stuff, I have uh, some problems with fatigue. Right. So that time in particular, I'm really tired. Yeah. So I try and do... The, the admin stuff then okay. but the most productive times for me are in the morning but that's because it suits me yeah. so I know if I got up early sort myself out in terms of my well-being mm. I start the day feeling feeling great yeah and then and then get on with my day nice. but it's not you know everyone's different um, yeah. whatever 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 is good for you you know that that's that's the, the key to it but as long as you're looking after yourself mm. you don't have to be in any club or yeah. <laughs> to get up at a particular time it's just what suits it's just what suits you yeah. but that's social media and that that's you know that's because it's on social media and yeah. you know that's that's what happens you, you don't have to do anything as long as, as you've got to put yourself first and whatever whatever it is you need to do so you feel okay that just do that yeah, yeah. you don't have to nobody else needs to tell you <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you, you only work out yourself as well you can only work out yourself. Um, nobody can tell you what, what what's good for you and what's not good for you. Is there a way for people like? Did you have any kind of um, a way like? Did you track and measured how you uh, found up your found out your like peak times during the day? Like, um, um, well, did you keep tabs I, on it like on a calendar or over the past like couple of years, I've I've qualified in mental health coaching and uh, neuro linguistic programming and mindfulness yeah. and things like that. So, John, whilst I've been doing them courses, I've I've read a lot about sort of the different um, elements of of the circadian rhythm, yeah. how your brain works and things like that, and, you know, like sort of your mindset and, mm-hmm. and, and stuff. Um, so when you become aware, it's like looking at yourself in a mirror. Mm-hmm. So it's easy for you to just ignore things, like I said before, about bottling things up. But when you start realising what it is you're doing and how you're reacting to stuff and mm-hmm. uh, noticing how your body is reacting to external uh, stimulus or mm. how you're internally um, reacting to things you, you'll realise then what triggers you and what times of the day you feel in a certain way and yeah. you'll, but again you don't need anybody to tell you that, you work out yourself yeah. but taking the time to just switch off, turn everything off and just have time to yourself mm. you'll slowly just become it's like getting to know yourself again that's the best way to to describe it. Mm-hmm. Just turning everything off and just switching your brain off for ten or fifteen minutes a day. Yeah, it it does it does the world are good for me. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And uh, something we've been 
kind of doing now lately ourselves and I've done it now for a while uh, the, I suppose the meditating in the morning yeah. and the mindfulness yeah. and um, it's part of my kind of morning routine as well yeah. and um, yeah it does give you a bit of a focus like you know whenever something comes up you know stressing about like as you know the first thing in the morning if I don't do it I'm immediately thinking about what tasks I have to do worrying about this that and the other but if I just put all that aside don't look at my emails just go straight into the morning routine don't even look at Facebook or anything and just leave that for like the first hour when I wake up, put that aside and just go straight into the, the routine. It does kind of give me that foundation. So I'm like being proactive rather than, than reactive. And yeah. I'm sure you like, you know, yourself, like, you know, it, it does kind of, and it does kind of set you up for the day and yeah. Jack as well. You know? I, I've, I've pinched, I, I haven't read that much about it. I've basically just copied what Joe does and just put me on a little spin on stuff. Spin so on things, yeah. do like half an hour in the morning. So, like gratitude visualization just yeah, like yeah, yeah. What, what you're grateful for but i'll, I'll listen to that while stretching and then yeah i do i've got the headspace app so I do a bit of meditation as well and yeah. then i've just got like a board with all my goals on it and i just read through it what am i doing today why am i doing this how am i going to be, be the best version of myself what am I, like just it's step by step but yeah. reading them goals every morning has been amazing for me because every time whatever i'm doing in that day I I'm already know it's fresh in my mind. I know exactly why I'm doing it, and I know what the goal is. That that's been amazing for me. Yeah. Really, yeah, really good. Like, like I said, that that's good, and that works for you. And yeah, that that that's the best way to do it. To just trial, yeah. trial things, and to see if they work. Mm -hmm. That's perfect. Yeah. You mentioned uh, NLP as well, and it's actually something I was looking into years ago myself, and um, different methods and things like that. Like, um, have you ever practiced with anchoring? Yeah. Yeah. Um, could you tell us some kind of like techniques people would use with the uh, regards to anchoring because I know I was looking into it myself and you know when you're in like a really good state and you anchor it and um, you know there's some way they doing the anchor and then basically it put you in a good state again um, because of that NLP what's um, NLP? Wire. so um, oh, you can explain what anchor is you're the one qualified go ahead <laughs> <laughs> so so with like a it can be positive or negative so um, with NLP uh, an anchor something which obviously an anchor pulls yeah pulls pulls you you down you know the the, the uh, sort of the imagery behind it um so with with anchoring if you've if you've got things that are buried like deep from childhood um they they act as an anchor in terms of they can they can put you in a in a particular mood straight away so a good example would be uh, go and see your parents and they can say one thing to you and it just sets you off, mm. puts you in like a really bad mood. Yeah. Because subconsciously it's triggered something from when you were a kid. And nobody else can do that apart from your parents or your partner. My Crazy. wife can say something to me and it will set me off straight away. Whereas mm. anybody else said it, it wouldn't it wouldn't um right. it wouldn't affect me. So a positive anchor would be the exact same thing but with a positive spin on it. So yeah. with NLP you sort of train the brain to turn create positive anchors so you can put yourself in a, a state of feeling positive and feeling happy yeah um nice. there's loads of there's loads of different techniques it's, it's really really interesting i've seen one about um where you'd use uh smells so yeah do you know these kind of a uh, i think it's a uh, they call it boom boom or something like that it's a kind of a mental kind of thing a stick so basically the way i, I was taught about it in a book was basically when you're in a really really positive uh mindset naturally like not trying to force it with any kind of know happy clappy stuff but when you actually genuinely are in that that good state to like take out the the scent and then really? yeah. each nostril and then basically what? that's that's it automatically anchoring it so and you do that repeated over time or time and time again 
it'll kind of anchor it. It's like um was it Schrodinger's dog? Was that it? Yeah, yeah. Schrodinger's dog. What's so that? <laughs> do I explain the thing about Schrodinger? So that's like um I don't know the full experiments, yeah. but it's it's um it's when the dog's expecting. Yeah, it's expecting like you to do something. It's like um when the dog basically I'll, I'll explain Schrodinger's Schrodinger's is that Schrodinger's? I don't know, I can't even pronounce his name, but yeah. basically this experiment was a thing where there was this this dog. This guy had a dog, and he also had a bell. And he let he let this dog get very very hungry. And when it came time to actually feed him, the guy would ring the bell and give the dog the food at the same time. Mm-hmm. Now he kept doing this repeatedly again and again over time, and eventually he started ringing the bell, but without giving the food. And he noticed that the dog actually still salivated just by he just by hearing the bell. So the dog was getting an emotional reaction because of the bell. The bell was the anchor. Yeah. So that's basically what anchoring is. So um, in in the, in a way to do it in a kind of a positive way, I'm sure they're like the way I, I described there about having the, the sense of smell, you know, a good smell, and then your brain will associate that with the positive emotion. Things like that can kind of put you in a positive state. Um, well, you know, like before you said about visualizing. Yeah. So one of the things with, with NLP and visualizing is um, if you wanted to, visualize something that you want in the future you'll think about where you are yeah um what you look like what's the smell what can you touch mm. so you're connecting with all the senses yeah. so when you connect with with your five senses it forms a strong connection mm. so like an example would be listening to a song and it bringing back memories yeah uh, a smell like you said before bringing back memories if you can think of one positive thing whether it's in the future or or a state you want to be in, yeah. if you can connect with all five senses, then it doesn't matter whether all five are turned on. You'd only need like one. Yeah. You'd only need the one. It's really clever stuff. Really, really yeah. clever stuff. Interesting. Um, yeah. There, there's there's lots with with NLP, yeah. which is um, which is is really really interesting. Um, nice. But yeah, I know I qualified in it last year, so. But I've it was more just you know for me to for me to understand it um, better. I've I have coached uh, some clients uh, before, but to be honest, most of the stuff I've been doing is talks and yeah. you know like um, like after dinner events and things like that. Um, so yeah, I did a did a talk at the Story House in Chester in October, around um, surviving a brain injury and, and things like that. So. No, but it's good, and it's it's really, really, really important, especially in business. Especially yeah. in business, especially young young people in business coming coming up and you know trying to make a name for themselves and stuff. And mm. this feeling like it's a rush. It's not a rush. It's you just that just is. yeah, you just go at your own pace and yeah. you just do you. Yeah. Don't worry about what anyone else is doing. You just got to do your own thing. Yeah. You just got to do your own thing. There's a place for social media, of course there is, but like a limit on it, like a limit every day. Yeah. Yeah. And just have it in your head, it's not real. It's yeah, not yeah, real. It's, it's really yeah. not real. No. You just have to realise it. It's just the sure highlight that, reel. Yeah. It's like match the day. It's just the highlight. <laughs> They're not going to show you There's all the, the, the rubbish stuff. They're all the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, you know, you see, you see it all the time. Mm. And you just and have to realise in there, it wasn't actually Schrodinger's dog, it was Pavlov's dog. Not Schrodinger, I was thinking Schrodinger's cat. But um, yeah, no, you're right about um, yeah, the social media, the highlights and all the rest of this. Like when you see it, it's just, it is there and you're thinking, Oh my god, yeah. Why am I there now? Do you know why yeah. isn't it? Why aren't we there at this stage and comparing? We've done it loads. Haven't we? We've compared. Like, oh, we so should much. be doing that. Why, yeah, yeah. why aren't and we then, doing this? Yeah, and yeah. then this is the thing as well. You'd be jumping from one thing to another to another, 
and yeah. getting nowhere like a hamster and a hamster yeah because wheel, because you know. you're thinking oh they're doing that so I need to copy them and they're doing yeah. that so I need to copy yeah. them yeah. shiny penny syndrome the grass yeah. is always greener the grass is always greener yeah. you think no. it is and, and it never no. is it no. never is you when, when I was um, suffering with my mental health and sort of had to take you know I lost a few years of my life basically and I used to feel dreadful and I'd watch people on social media and think why why can't I be where they are so I've I've been through it I know I know what yeah. it's like and only in the past couple of years that I've like opened up a little bit and like took the shell off and I yeah. feel a bit more rejuvenated yeah. than, than I did a few years ago and um, yeah I just don't think just try not to take things serious yeah. it's serious yeah I mean obviously you take things serious in business but you know what I mean um, there's there's a, a lot more important things and things can just happen and you know your life can change in a moment so you've got no control over a lot of things yeah you think you have but you but you really don't yeah so um yeah no it's a it's a really important topic yeah. very very important definitely and in terms of say like with uh like the exercise side of things as well how has that played a, a positive effect in well the whole you know uh, i said before about qualifying uh, in mindfulness you know the act of going to gym lifting weights or running you you're practicing mindfulness because you're just focusing on running or you're just focusing on lifting weights you've got nothing yeah. else on your mind because you're concentrating on doing that particular exercise so yeah. subconsciously you are turning your brain off to just focus on doing that one you know that one thing mm -hmm. um and obviously it's it's good for you it releases uh, good chemicals into your body mm. you feel good after it so it is something which is is important to to try and introduce some form of exercise, whether it's walking, running, or going to the gym, whatever works for you. Yeah. It is important. Yeah. Really thanks. important. The act of going out and running in the woods in the morning is good because yeah. you know, you're out in nature and that type of stuff and it's yeah, it, it's um like I said before, it's whatever works for yeah. whatever works for you. Yeah. But turning your brain off just calms everything down. And you know it reduces your anxiety, it re reduces your depression. If you let it, you, your brain will just keep going yeah. constantly, and you can yeah. just get yourself into a, a, a state. You can get yourself into a really bad mood through it. Yeah. You just turn it off and just turn the tap off. Just calm yourself down. Yeah. It's mm. uh, it, yeah. It's funny how your perspective can change in five minutes mm. if you just turn your phone off and put some nice music on and close your eyes. Yeah. And yeah. just focus on like one thing. And just practice mindfulness when you turn, you know, you open your eyes again. Yeah, you're um, you'll you'll feel completely different. Mm. It's um, yeah. I think if if anyone wanted to sort of make a start on practicing some sort of routine, you know, to improve the well being. Yeah, I think it rule number one is to keep it simple, mm. and maybe just like, I don't know, practice it for three minutes a day. There's yeah. things on YouTube. That you can practice mindfulness, a three-minute thing. Right. That would be something which you could incorporate. I don't know if you're getting a train to work, or when you get up in the morning, or just yeah. before you go to bed, or anything like that. Yeah. Just practicing it. It just trains your brain into being able to just switch off. Yeah. Even for just a period of time. Yeah. Really important. Yeah. So, yeah, I've practiced that a few times during the week when you're walking down, walking down the street, just taking and everything, like listening to you know birds or listening to the traffic. Yeah, you know, looking at the trees, looking at the leaves, things yeah. like that. Just being conscious of the now, really, and yeah. Then again, like after about ten seconds, then like 
some random thought about the future or the past to come in and then so <laughs> suppose bringing it you back think about, you think about how much time you waste you think about the past it's gone there's nothing yeah. you can do about the past and the, fu- the thing about the future is whatever you think is going to happen in the future is more than likely it's not going to happen and the things which you should be worrying about you don't even know is going to happen yeah. <laughs> so I'd have been you know I, I can worry about things as, as much as I want but the things which I should worry about I won't even know is going to that's going to happen yeah so if you look at it that way what is the point in worrying about the past and worrying about the future mm. why don't you just worry about now mm. don't worry don't worry just think about now but our brains are trained to look for things in the past look for things in the future mm. always <laughs> but if you turn your brain off and just focus on now pre- the present moment then it, it it stops it happening and yeah, it 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 really does change your life if you can if you can just practice it regularly all the time. Yeah. Because, like I said before, you you've got no idea what's going to happen in the future. Mm. You really don't. You can only affect like right now. You can't change anything else. Yeah. Right now is what's real. Everything else is just. Everything else is just in your in your head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you think how much time you waste thinking about all stuff. And yeah. Yeah. It's just never going to happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's bad, it's, right? it's, it's, yeah, it is. It's crazy. And make it worse with with fellas, especially you just bottle it up. Mm. You bottle it up, and then it 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 sort of festers away, mm. and then it comes out like with you like snapping at people, or you know you can be I don't know you can be aggressive with it or whatever, and the person on the receiving end doesn't understand what's going on, mm. and they think it's them, and then you start affecting them then because they think yeah, yeah, yeah. that it's that they've done something wrong, done and really something it, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, it just sense. starts a big cycle. Yeah, of, so instead of like letting the pressure build up, just let it go, let, let it go, go, and you know, talk to somebody and and practice self care, mm. because the most important person in your life is you. It doesn't matter what you think; it's it's you, and you've got to be there. Um, you've got to look after yourself, mm. not just for you, but for you know the people that you love and you care about, mm. because you're no use to anybody if you're stressed all the time and you're tired and no. you know you're unhealthy. Yeah. You're no use to anybody. No, it's like if you look after yourself first, you know, then you're capable of looking after others. It's like yep. on a flight, you know, if, like when the when the oxygen mask comes down, you know, what do they say? Like, you know, look, put it on yourself put yours first, on first yeah. and then look after the next person. Yeah, because if you put your child, you know, you, yeah. You, yeah, you're no good because you put your child's one on and then yeah. you run out of oxygen. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah, exactly. You've got to. You've got to put yourself mm. first because you spread yourself too thin. Yeah. And then you're no good to anybody. Yeah quality over quantity yeah it's like having the full cup you know having the full cup and then mm-hmm. overflows in exactly stuff. yeah that's it that's what you want alright that's been great Ben thanks very much yeah, no problem you're welcome see ya see you later bye. bye we talk about property business and everything in between hosted by Jack Heskin Taylor and Joe McCarthy sharing the stories of entrepreneurs property investors and our journey to health wealth and happiness Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 